Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. What's going on, you self-loving, sitting-down family? See what I did there? Self-love sit-downs? That's our audience people. That's what they do. They're self-loving. They're sitting down. (laughs) Kelsey and Armando here with you, and we are bringing you something that I don't think we've touched base at all as far as our fitness journeys when you're trying, when you make the decision to change your lifestyle, change change your habits, and to really pursue something that you really have been not wanting to do for a long time and maybe you've taken the plunge and you're like okay it's time to get my health on check it's time to get my life on check and this is what i'm gonna do so you're doing all the things you're eating all the healthy foods you're working out but then the craziest thing happens you start to get cravings cravings for everything that you're not supposed to eat or that you're not that you're not not that you're not supposed not that, to eat. Not that you're not supposed to eat. you can have anything you want. You can have anything you want, but the thing that's not helping you get closer to your goal, maybe it's going to hold you back just a little bit. But we're talking about cravings today, how to uh, overcome those, how to, what you can do with some healthy cravings that you can replace it with, so giving you options to replace that with. But it's something that we all run into. We all run into it at some point in our fitness journey, and even on a daily basis. It does get easier. I do believe that it does get easier as time goes on. You just, you're... Uh, What's the word that I'm looking for? Willpower. Your willpower. Your willpower gets stronger and it's easier for you to be like, mm, not today, or I'm just, I'm not going to have this right now. Or maybe I'm going to have a one bite versus 52 bites. I think what helps with that is the further that you get in your journey, in the beginning, it's really hard because we have to remember that we're trying to completely change habits that we've probably had for a really long time. Okay. So that's not going to happen naturally overnight by just saying, okay, I'm doing it your body isn't going to forget all the bad things it has been doing, right? Those habits are still there and habits have to be broke and new habits have to be created. In that process, it's really difficult because old bad habits typically are what got us into the predicament we're in, you know, being unhappy with our body, maybe overweight or maybe running into some health concerns, And so those don't just disappear. They're kind of like that annoying little kid tapping on your shoulder like, hey, 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 I'm still here. (laughs) And you're like trying to ignore it. But the further that you get into your journey, you start to almost get addicted to the results. You start to feel better. You start to maybe sleep better. You start to look better. All of these things become your motivation, right? Exactly. That helps you stick on the straight and narrow path because you're getting the results that you're working for. But like I said, in the beginning is the hardest part because a lot of times we still have those bad habits that are just hanging on for dear life. We're not getting a lot of results because slow and steady wins the race when it comes to fat loss, right? And sometimes we just have to know that we're going to be doing the things that will get us the results without getting the results in the beginning. And that's always the hardest part. It's also, I mean, just on top of that is where do I start? What do I do? That's why a lot of times people hire me as their coach because there's just so much information to sift through out there 
that it's like, what do I even do? And where do I, you know, like something that I always hear when I ask people on consult calls is what's your struggle? They always tell me motivation. Motivation isn't really real, guys. It motivation, comes and goes. yeah, it's very, very temporary. We have to allow the dedication to really kick in. If I only went to the gym on the days that I wanted to, I'll tell you guys, a lot of times I wouldn't go because I get up at 4.15 in the morning to go to the gym and I don't know one single person who loves to get up at 4.15. Negative, no. I would rather sleep. I, You can ask my husband, I love my sleep. My yep. sleep is yep. so important to me, but that's where the dedication versus the motivation kicks in. But I'm kind of digressing here, but this is kind of what I wanted to discuss because it's very normal. It's it's difficult to do this. If everybody did it, we wouldn't have the statistics that we have today. And I have some of those for you. Can I tie, tie in one thing yeah. real quick? So I know in the beginning, it's really hard to really manage your cravings because that willpower isn't as strong. And I think what really helps once you start tracking food, you learn portions, you learn portion yes, control. Portion control is and that's huge. huge when it comes to cravings because when maybe before you used to sit down and watch a show at night and maybe grab a bag of chips and just go to town on it. Now that you understand portion control, you're like, you know what? I still want to eat my chips because that's my craving that I want. But now I know that I'm only going to have this amount of chips, you know, mm -hmm. uh, like two ounces of chips versus unlimited chips. And the serving sizes of chips is a complete ripoff, you guys. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't know one single person, even when I track, I'm always like, what's the point of even having and one that's, serving And that's what it comes chips? to, honestly. Because it, it's so, so little. You get to the point where you're like, you know what? I don't know if this is worth 30 of my carbs for 50 or like five chips. Yeah. You know, I think a serving is most times like nine to 11 chips. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. I don't know who's going to sit and have nine to 11 chips. Yeah, the only, that's disrespectful <laughs> the to your body. The only time that I actually do that where I'm like, it's because my craving is hard. And I know that if I do that, that craving will go away and I'll be, I'll be done with it. But a lot of the times I don't even do it because like, really, is it worth my tracking? Is it worth my macros to use on these nine chips where I can just have something else that's going to be like way be more filling, be more filling. Exactly. And I'll say this too. I'm going to say two things real quickly before we jump in is if you haven't tried veggie straws, guys, those are a hack for chips. Yeah. They're actually they're really, really good. I really enjoy them. I recently found that they have cheddar ones and they taste like the baked ruffles to Yum. me, in my opinion. And then they have ranch ones as well. I haven't tried those yet, but I do. Uh, my coworker tried them and she was like, they're actually really good. Yum. So veggie straws or they also make them in waves. I know we buy them at either Costco or Kroger mm -hmm. or Fred Meyer. Um, those are pretty good. If you are a big chip person, you get like 40 of them for a, the same amount of calories that you would get nine chips. Yep, for sure. So you get way more bang for your buck. And sometimes it's almost like we're not even craving the specific food. It's like the crunch. Sometimes it's just the crunch that we're craving. And my second point that I was going to mention is that really, truly, we have to fix our relationship with food because you should be able to eat the foods that you want while also getting the results that you desire, right? And that comes down to really fixing your relationship with food, which is a whole rabbit hole that we're not going to go into today. But I did just want to say that that you can have both. Yeah. You can definitely do both, but you're going to have to put in the work. And most people don't want to take the time to put in the work to repair their relationship with food, 
to kind of fix that side of things. Yeah. So it's just like the other day, I actually took a picture of a donut I was eating. I sent it to Kelsey and I was like, I hadn't, it was like a chocolate maple bar donut and somebody offered it to me. And you know what? I'm, I'm in a cut right now. I'm in, I'm in the same cut as Isaiah, as Kelsey is. And it's crazy because I looked at the donut, they offered it to me and I was like, you know what? I haven't had a donut in a long time. It looks really good and I'm going to eat it and I'm not going to have any regrets over eating. And I ate it and it was delicious and I enjoyed every bite over it. And at the end of the day, were my macros messed up? Yeah, they were. I went way over on it, but did I have any guilt over eating that and any regret? Not at all. The next day, I just kept on tracking. You know what? One one little treat once a time, once in a while is not going to derail your complete journey. And I Unless think you allow it to, exactly. which most people get in that all or nothing mindset. They have one bad thing and they're like, oh, my day's ruined. I'll start again on Monday. And this was on Friday for him. And mm-hmm. so imagine if he would have just rode the fuck it train all weekend and started again on Monday. So much progress is lost through that. Whereas if you learn, hey, I can have some, I can't have five donuts because that doesn't make sense for my current goals. But can I have a half a donut or a whole donut and make sure that I'm just mindful throughout the rest of the day? Hell yes, I can. And so it really comes, everything really boils back to mindset, but that's not what the episode's on today. No, we were talking today. about cravings. So now we're going to jump into a little bit of statistics that I found from the CDC. So, and the reason I looked this up was because of the fact that cravings are normal. That's... Very. Everybody has cravings just because somebody looks really fit or their, you know, physique is maybe your goal body doesn't usually not all doesn't mean they don't enjoy foods or that they don't themselves have cravings or struggle with these things. I just had this conversation with a client. She's currently having a little bit of a rough patch in her diet phase and we were just chatting back and forth. And she knows that I'm currently in a diet phase as well. And I was like, you know, I'm struggling too. And I kind of talked with her a little bit and she was like, that was really reassuring for me that, you know, she's like, obviously not that you're struggling, but I guess I feel like you don't struggle with this. And I'm like, oh no, girl, just because this is what I do. I'm good at training people. I'm good at getting others results, but it doesn't make it any easier for myself by any means. And so we were just kind of chatting on that. And so I just really want to bring up the fact that it is normal to have cravings. I still have cravings. I love food. I am a huge foodie. My coach specifically, her name is Allie Baker. She is not a foodie. And she always makes the comment. She's like, I know you're a foodie, so I know this is hard for you. And it is. It's hard because I love food. Armando and I both, I mean, I remember when we first started dating, oh my gosh, our whole relationship was around food. I mean, even our trips that we've taken, like where we've traveled around the world, we always look up what's their, what's their culture like? What's their food like? Am I going to be able to eat their food? Super important to us. So, I mean, this is very normal. So I want to just kind of start by saying that because, you know, for a lot of people, food can literally be addictive. Food can be somebody's drug. And so Looking at these statistics, I was not surprised at all. So in the U.S., according to the CDC, over 40% of adults are obese and 71% of adults are overweight. That's crazy. 
think of those numbers. So when you're thinking of yourself and having a hard time and struggling in a diet or struggling to lose weight, know you're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. It's difficult. I mean, it's extremely difficult. If it were easy, everybody would do it, be doing it. Yeah. And with those statistics, not everybody is doing it. So first of all, give yourself a little bit of a pat on the back with yeah, that. Give yourself grace for sure. And here are just some more. One in three are pre-diabetic or already have diabetes. And 630,000 Americans die of heart disease annually. And that number's only increasing. And when I read that, that definitely hit home for me because we lost my mom due to, I mean, it wasn't categorized. They named it something else, but it was basically a heart attack. And my mom was 48 years old when she died. And that's, that's hard because my mom wasn't overweight. My Not mom was the tiniest little thing. And I mean, she didn't necessarily live a healthy lifestyle, eating and diet and exercise wise. And I'm sure that played into it. But just because somebody's skinny doesn't mean they're healthy. And so I think that's right. also yeah. important to notate. You really have to make your health a priority before it becomes your only option, I guess. And that's you don't want to get to that point where you go to the doctor and they're like, hey, you're diabetic. So now you have to go on this diet. Yep, yep. You don't want to let it get to that point. And so make the choice now. Make the choice while now you to, have the choice. Make, yeah. Make the choice now while it is a choice to take control of your health and take control of your environment and live a healthier lifestyle. So that way you can live a longer, more fruitful life. Yeah. It's all about balance, guys. And that's kind of what I want to say here. I just, we just talked on, you know, finding the balance, eat the donut, enjoy it. But also this side of things with these statistics, it's like, okay, but also you have to find the middle ground because it can, you know, we, we don't want to completely restrict things, make your life miserable because a lot of times when we over restrict, we end up overindulging, but also on the other side of things, so I'm a big promoter, eat the cupcake, but also on the other side, if all you're eating is cupcakes, your your choice to have a cupcake is going to be taken away. Yeah. So we have to find a middle ground. So we're going to give you a little bit of information here about um, some replacements and stuff. So some other things that I want to notate, some re research has shown that the same areas of the brain are triggered when consuming high fat sugar and salt foods that are triggered when you're addicted to a drug. Mm. So, I mean, and that's why they say, you know, and I think there's a saying out there, sugar is just as addicting as cocaine or something. I don't think it's just as addictive. I think it just triggers the same parts of the brain that make you, you know, Crave reach it and want it more. Yeah. Reach for it. So, I mean, and when you look at us as consumers, I'll tell you this, as a coach, people coming in, I ask them this question, what does your current diet look like? I will tell you nine out of 10 people, I will actually say 9.5 out of 10 people are eating too high of a fat diet, usually a pretty carb heavy, but carbs aren't bad. I'll still give them a lot of carbs, but we're, we replace them with whole nutrient dense carbs. Okay. And a very low protein diet. That's usually how people come to me. And the switch that I make is I say, okay, we're going to take that high fat, make it high protein, moderate fat. And then we're going to keep carb carbs in the middle as well. 
And so when, as consumers though, the reason it is that way is because fast food, prepackaged foods, all of these things are going to be low protein, high fat, high carb. Yep. A lot of heavily processed items are going to have the high fat, you know, a lot of sodium as well. And sodium is not bad for you, but when you're just consuming processed foods and highly, highly, I mean, these foods, that's what makes them taste so good. And is all what, the sodium, and that's all what the makes them last so fat, long. sugar. Yeah. This is what makes these foods last and taste so good. And so that is not good for our bodies. It, I mean, it's just, it's really sad to watch. Like when you go to McDonald's, I drive right by McDonald's to go to work every morning. It's a two lane McDonald's every single morning. So I get to work at 7 a.m. Both lanes are full. Packed, yeah. And I see it and it just makes me think like, okay, you know what? Even better than that, you could you could make breakfast sandwiches that taste better, cost less, and so much better for your body. But here you are because it's convenient. It's easy. It's right? convenient. A lot planning. of those. Yeah. A lot of those convenient foods typically are going to be those high fat, high sugar, high salt foods that are more man-made and processed versus homemade. Right. We are visual creatures, right? So when we're talking on cravings, what can trigger some of those cravings? A lot of times, maybe you have an ad on your phone, commercials. Why do you think these commercials make so much money? Mm -hmm. Why do you think they spend so much money to create these ads on social media, these commercials for TV, all of that, right? Well, visually, you see those things and that might trigger a craving for you. That might kind of be refreshing in the background for you. A lot of people, that's probably what it is, right? Something very easy that I tell my clients to do because sometimes we won't crave a food unless we see it, right? So in your pantry, don't have those foods easily accessible to the eye Mm -hmm. so that when you go in there to get your healthy snacks. Maybe if if for you, Cheez-Its are hard and you're like, okay, but I'm not going to tell my family not to eat Cheez-Its. Have it in another cupboard. Have your family know, hey, this is the junk cupboard. Go there. Keep it away from your healthier options. Because if you see those, that's just temptation knocking at your door all the time. Constantly there as a reminder, like, hey, You're not eating me right now, but here I am. Mm -hmm. And so take that temptation away because that visual reminder is sometimes all you need to have it sit there and be like, I'm just here waiting for you to eat me. (laughs) And so take that visual reminder away for yourself. But really cravings can come from multiple sources, but typically it falls into one of the following. When we tell ourselves we cannot have something Mm -hmm. that just creates that craving, right? Mm -hmm. We automatically visualize the food all day. It just becomes an obsession. That's all you can think of. And once it's at that point, hopefully you've gotten to the point in your fitness journey where you've found that balance and you can learn the portion. Okay, you know what? I'm going to have one of these right? I don't need to go elbows deep in this bag of donuts and have five, six, 10, 15 Mm -hmm. donut holes. I can have a few and be okay. 
everything in moderation. You can have anything in moderation. Is it going to completely derail you to do that? Absolutely not. Maybe at dinner, instead of having your turkey burger with a bun, you have it with a lettuce wrap or something, you know, just substitute. It's about making modifications because you can have anything you want. If you're obsessing to that point, then you need to give in before you just go, you know, full on binge mode come 10 p.m. when nobody's watching and then you eat the whole entire bag and all of the ice cream in the freezer, right? So you you know yourself, you have to try to find that middle ground. I think one that an easy substitution when you talk about substitutions in a burger, I think of cheese. A lot of the times we think cheese makes a burger. Have you, for me in particular, like I can have a burger with cheese and without cheese and you really can't taste the difference once you have like your ketchup, your pickles and everything else, at least for me. I like the cheese, but you know what? Sometimes my workaround, I'll have half a cheese. Right. And that's what I'm saying is like sometimes like you can make substitutions and and at the end, the end result, the food still tastes pretty much exactly the same and you don't even notice that there's a difference, but yet it's so much healthier. Sauces are like such a thing. Sauces. Oh, I love sauce. That's really, but that's also, I mean, thinking of today, we went to lunch with my grandparents and the ranch that they had at this place. Oh, so freaking good. So freaking good. But little substitutions. Instead of dipping the whole thing in, I just dip the tip of a chicken strip in and lead with that in my mouth and I'm fine. Whereas before, I would literally use the chicken strip as my spoon for ranch, (laughs) you know? And ranch is very high in fat. Very. Same with I had a side salad. Instead of dumping that whole entire thing, I dip the fork in and do that. You know, it's like making these little modifications can really help. for sure. And my meal tasted just... It was great. It was so good. But it's like about finding these little workarounds and having that self-control and really working that willpower muscle. Mm -hmm. Because that's one that you do. You have to work it like a muscle. You have to build it up. And it takes time. So cravings can also come from nutrition deficiencies. From the idea that we cannot have it, suppression or denial, or our environment slash visual, right? Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, another one also is emotion and stress too. Maybe you're feeling rev limiter stressed and you're like, all I want is a burger. That would make me feel better right now. Or a beer or a glass of wine. Yeah. Oh, those Oof. I think are a little bit easier to access and that's yeah. what people think of. Oh, geez, I just need a glass of wine right now for the end of the day. And those are the ones that you kind of have to be really mindful about. And it's all about, you know, I just talked to my clients on this is like making deals with yourself saying, okay, if I'm going to, you know, for example, this week for us is going to be absolutely nuts. We're getting ready to move. We're also getting ready to go on vacation. Literally, we move the day back, the day we get back from vacation. And so I'm telling myself next week I get a diet break, which a diet break is where my coach is going to move my macros up to maintenance for the week because we're going to be on vacation want to enjoy myself. It also gives my body a little bit of a break because being in a diet is a stressed state that we put your body in, right? So we're going to kind of dial back some of that stress, which can help also give me a little bit of a break mentally from the diet, the grind of the diet. So this week, it's going to be crazy. And I'm just telling myself, okay, hit your macros every single day this week because then you get this diet break. Right. So for me, I'm telling myself mentally every day this week, I'm going to be on point. Mm 
There's no exceptions. There's no reasons I should not be able to hit my macros, but that's a deal I'm making with myself because I know I'm going to have that kind of leeway next week, Mm -hmm. right? So making little deals with yourself like that, just like when we went to Mexico last year, I told myself, because, oh my gosh, you guys, the chocolate ice cream that they had at our resort was so delicious. I don't know what they made it with. Probably heavy whipped cream. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. But it was so freaking good. And so the deal I made with myself is, okay, if I drink during the day by the pool, we're out at the pool having drinks, cool. I'm not having dessert that night. So that's kind of like a give and take, right? So just making little deals with yourself and have a plan going in, right? So that was kind of like a diversion there, but back to our <laughs> back to our cravings. So we're going to talk on if you're having cravings due to mineral or vitamin deficiencies. We're going to give you some swaps and different knowledge on this. So if you're somebody like myself who absolutely loves chocolate, and you're craving chocolate, you could possibly be deficient in magnesium. So some healthy food options to substitute could be nuts, seeds, vegetables, and fruit. Okay. If you're a sweets person, see, unfortunately, the good Lord, when he made me, he was like, we're really going to screw her up. She's going to like salty and sweet. Okay. He And he like dumped the bucket. I don't know if you've seen some of those memes where... He's like standing over a pot and I'm making her this way. And it's like kindness, patience. He forgot the patience and gave me salty and sweet instead. So if you're somebody who's craving sweets, what you really could be lacking in is carbon, sulfur, tryptophan, chromium, and some of the foods that we can swap for that are For the chromium, broccoli, grapes. For the carbon, fresh fruit. Sulfur, cranberries, horseradish, cabbage, and other vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, kale. Tryptophan, raisins, sweet potatoes, and spinach. Okay, if you're somebody who's more so craving things like breads, pastas, maybe you're deficient in nitrogen. So a healthy food option for that will be dark leafy greens, things like kale, collards, or nuts and seeds, okay? If you are somebody who is craving oily and fatty foods, you could be deficient in calcium. So healthy food options would be broccoli, asparagus, kale, mustard greens, bok choy, figs, dates, plums. If you're somebody who's craving coffee or tea, Some of the deficiencies you could have and then the foods that would pair with them. Phosphorus, vegetables and nuts. Sulfur, cranberries, horseradish, cabbage. Vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, kale. Salt, celery, Swiss chard, and seaweed. Iron, nuts, seeds, spinach, plums, figs, kale, dandelion. Okay, and then for my salty food peeps. You could be deficient in chloride, the healthy food option, celery, tomatoes, lettuce, seaweed, silicon, cashews, nuts, and seeds. Okay. If you're somebody who maybe you're like, I really crave a good carbonated drink, soda, whatever your preference is, it could be a calcium deficiency. 
And some foods for that would be broccoli, asparagus, kale, mustard greens, bok bok choy, figs, dates, and plums. And then last but not least, for my pre-menstrual cravings, for all my ladies out there, myself included, I don't know about you guys, but the week before my period is so difficult and into like the first day or two, but it could be a zinc deficiency. Okay. Some things for that pumpkin seeds, leafy vegetables, and root vegetables. So guys, it's all about finding a good balance for yourself, but also knowing, okay, you know what is this? Okay. If you're somebody who, I mean, first you got to get out of the all or nothing mindset, but if you're somebody who, you know what, I'm really trying to do really well with myself. Make the deal. Okay. On Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, I'm going to leave room for my favorite ice cream. But on the other days of the week, if you're like, oh, but I'm still craving my chocolate. Well, now you know, maybe plan in some nuts, seeds, vegetables, and fruit to help offset that a little bit. Making these deals with yourself, also telling yourself everything in moderation, finding that balance is so crucial and not giving up. I know the beginning is the hardest, But just know if you stick with it long enough, you'll start getting the results that you desire and that will keep you on the straight and narrow. All right. And then also just to close off, just some three tips that you can implement on the daily basis to help you curb those cravings. So one, drink some water. When you have a craving for something throughout the day, maybe drink a glass of water, see if that helps. Because a lot of times you're, you're craving something because your stomach's empty. Maybe or you're you bored. Or you're bored, yeah. So drink some water, see if that helps. Next thing, a lot of the time, at least for me, cravings come late at night. Me or, too. In, in the evenings. So if that's the case for you too, you, those cravings come later in the evening, plan your meals a little bit differently. Maybe push mm-hmm. all of your meals out a little bit further into the day. So instead of having breakfast at 9 a.m., have it at 10, have your lunch a little bit later, have your dinner a little bit later. So that way, at that evening time, you're already getting ready for bed. There's no time for snacking. The craving is not there because you've had a later dinner than, you, than you've had in the past. That's actually something that I really do with myself. I know that I'm more of an evening eater. That's where my hunger cues usually spark up a little bit more. So I plan my day around that, right? So I know in the morning, I'm not as hungry. I'm busy. I'm, I've got my water. I really try to be really consistent with chugging a lot of water first thing in the morning. So that keeps me busy. So I'll have my coffee, my water, and I'll kind of push out my breakfast a little bit so that I push all of my meals out because I don't want to get to the end of the night, be out of calories and be starving. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I don't want to go to bed hungry because that doesn't work. I'm not going to go to bed hungry. And you're not going to go chug water right before bed because then you have to get up in the middle of the night to go pee. And so I kind of rearrange those things. And like for my macro trackers out there, you can make anything fit. That's the perks of flexible dieting. I have a client, she has an ice cream bar every single night. That's the first thing that she puts in my fitness pal when she starts her day and she builds the rest of her day around that. And so if she gets to the end of her day and she's maybe overindulged on something earlier in the day, she's like, I know 
I'm going to have to give up my ice cream bar at the end of the night. And she's like, I literally look forward to that every day. And so that's the way, that's just kind of like the deal that works for her. She puts it in first thing, but if throughout the day, she's like, actually, I'd rather have this than my ice cream bar later. She always knows she can take that out. So it's just listening to your body, having an understanding, moving things around. It's going to be different for everybody. Yeah. And the last tip that I have for you, and I know Kelsey does this a lot of the times in the evening, is you get that craving, kicks in in the evening, and you're already like maxed out on your food, but you're still going to be up maybe an hour or two more watching a show. Go brush your teeth. Yeah. Brush your teeth for whatever reason. That's a mental thing. Like your teeth are brushed. I don't get my teeth dirty. You're eating whatever... It's my just, ass is hella lazy. I'm not going to rebrush my teeth. <laughs> so it, whatever it is, that works for her. So try some of those things. See if that helps you curb some of those cravings. Kelsey talked a lot about the stuff. Maybe your body's deficient in some, some of those nutrients. So look into that and start learning more about your body so you can live the life that you deserve to live. That's all we have for you today. Thank you for tuning in with us. And we will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondofarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.